Thank you, Hunger Games, for proving my theory correct that every book-to-movie adaptation should never split the book up into two parts. Unless it's Harry Potter, because they did that shit right. The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. So Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 is a continuation of Part 1. Katniss Everdeen, girl who survived the Hunger Games in the first movie. She survived the quarter quell and catching fire. And now she like started a revolution because she's like this symbol for the rebellion. And they use her for propaganda. If you don't understand the story of the Hunger Games by now, just check, go check out the first two movies. Because the first two movies are pretty rad. So before I get into the things I really did not like about this movie, I'm going to touch on the couple things I really did like. I really enjoyed the progression of uh, Peta's character in this one, surprisingly enough. Every single movie, I've never liked Peta's character. But this one, they sort of brought a more interesting take on him. You know, he's sort of suffering from the events of part one, spoiler alert, I guess. You've got Jacob Teen Wolf Friendzone in this movie, or as I like to call him, Baby Thor. For those of you who don't get the joke, it's Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's brother, who also plays Thor. He plays Gale in this movie. They introduce a lot of new characters, and they also have returning characters from the past movies in this. But out of all the characters and all the performances, I would have to say the one that stole the show the most, for me anyway, was Donald Sutherland back as President Snow. He just, Every scene he was in, all like three scenes he was in, he stole the scene in every one. He was my favorite part of the movie. Every time he was on screen, I had a big-ass grin on my face. Such a compelling villain, such a cool villain. Like, that's the kind of villain I would want in one of my movies. He's just really cool, suave, ruthless. He's really cool. I really enjoyed everything Donald Sutherland did in this movie. I would go out on a limb and say that I liked every character in this movie except one character, and that's I will get to that in a second. But all the performances were really solid. The acting, there was no problem on the acting part. My problems were solely based on the pacing and the script in general, because the pacing in this movie is absolute dog shit. The whole time watching this movie, I never thought, oh, this is the big concluding chapter to a saga. No, I kept thinking, this is the last two chapters of a book. And then when the movie was over, I remembered, oh yeah, this is split up into two parts from a book. So, essentially, I was right. We didn't get a full movie, we got half of a movie. And if you take that as a good thing or a bad thing, that's all up to you. I mean, I can see people saying, hey, just watch both parts as one big movie. But still, I mean, Harry Potter did it, and Harry Potter did it really well. They were able to make part Part 1 standalone on its own movie, and Part 2 standalone on its own movie. You could watch them both back to back, and I've done that before. But Hunger Games, it just felt like you're getting a piece of a movie. It felt like big wrap-up. Like, it kind of felt like The Godfather Part 3. I will tell you the exact moment I, my mind just absolutely checked out of this movie, but warning, spoiler alert ahead. So Peta was brainwashed by the Capitol in the last movie into killing Katniss. They pretty much brainwashed him into thinking, you know, Katniss is the bad guy, Katniss is the bad guy. And they had a couple moments in this movie where they're trying to, like, fix him, you know, bring him back to the good side, you know, explain to him that he's not Snow's puppet. And they were pretty much failing the whole movie. Every time they tried to do it, it would not work, etc., etc., etc. So then finally, in the like one of the last scenes of the movie, Katniss walks over there and kisses him, and then all of a sudden, he's fine. The power of teenage love conquered everything, and that was the moment I looked over at my brother, and I just said, this is fucking stupid. It wasn't until on my way home when I looked over at my brother, and I said, this movie like completely sold out. This whole franchise sold out. 
This movie, the first movie, the first Hunger Games that came out a few years ago, that was a very good, compelling movie with a good story. It made sense. It was different. It was pretty. It was awesome. It was the definition of a blockbuster. And then as the movies went on, Catching Fire was good. Mockingjay Part One, I didn't really care for at all. But you could sort of see at the end of Catching Fire, and at all throughout Mockingjay Part 1, that they pretty much sold out into the teenage romance bullshit. And I don't blame the director or the actors or the producers or even the studio for that. I blame Suzanne Collins, because she wrote the fucking book, and that's some bullshit. I would have to say my biggest gripe is what I alluded to earlier when I said I didn't like one particular character, and that one particular character was Katniss Everdeen. I haven't liked her since about Catching Fire now, and I just couldn't think of it. I couldn't put my finger on it why I didn't like her character. And then it came to me halfway through this movie. I looked over at my brother, and we're both big wrestling fans, so if you guys don't get this analogy, I'll explain it to you. But in a sense, Katniss Everdeen is the Hunger Games equivalent to the wrestler John Cena. You see, in wrestling, John Cena, you know, is this big intimidating force. He's the face of the company. He can't be beaten. People have tried to beat him. They shove him down your throats. He can't lose. He can't get hurt. Just like Katniss in this movie. And for some reason, she's the big deal. Even though she really shouldn't be the big deal because there are more interesting characters than her. Just like John Cena compared to other wrestlers. Not only that, but John Cena's character is also bo really, really boring. And I noticed that about Katniss's character, is that if it wasn't played by Jennifer Lawrence, I would not care at all what her character was doing at any given time. And the last straw that made me think of her as John Cena is that she's pretty much useless when it comes to every skill in the book, except for, you know, the obvious being able to fire any shot anywhere, even though she's like 16 years old, which I think that's bullshit. But she can give an occasional really good speech that gets everyone on her side. I think, I don't think people like Katniss Everdeen as a character. I think they just really like Jennifer Lawrence. And it didn't take me until this final movie for me to figure that out. Overall, I wouldn't say I hated this movie per se, but I extremely disliked it. Uh, the pacing was off, the story made no sense in some parts, the acting was good though, especially Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, I think, is the reason why I'm not giving this movie a D grade, but I'm going to give The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 a solid C-. So, did you see The Hunger Games Part 2 this weekend, or are you going to go see The Night Before? I know I'm probably going to see that later this weekend, so it's all good. If you did, comment on our iTunes feed on SoundCloud, follow us on Facebook, let me know what you think, what would you like to see me review? Star Wars is coming up in less than a month, and I plan on reviewing every single Star Wars movie beforehand and posting it on our feed, so check that for our thoughts. Um, yeah, look for any more updates on our Facebook, and I'll see you later. Bye.